How's it going, everybody? My name is Sam. My name is Christine. And this is our, well, technically, I think first real (laughs) honest attempt to try to do this shit the right way. No, we've 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 made lots of honest attempts. It's just that shit happens and (laughs) it didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully this time everything goes off without a hitch and we can get this on the internet. Okay. So, and we figured like, why not talk about dreams? Because we've been, or at least I have been talking about dreams a lot in my life. Um, and we both feel that it's an extremely important thing to, um, you know, analyze and learn about because it's the best way to learn about you and your life. It's like, it's like the best way to gain the most insight about you and your life and what's happening. Wouldn't you say? Yes, because dreams are not just like random stories that your brain is telling yourself, but it's like, it's like your subconscious communicating and trying to figure out, you know, what, like it's like, it's like tell it's like showing you what you really feel and what you think is going on in your life through a symbolic way, because that's how the subconscious communicates. It's like every yep. everything is through meaning. So like, you know, like the the actual actions that you're taking in the dream. Um. It's like that's not as meaningful as like what the meaning is behind each action. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because um it's like our subconscious mind has to deal with such a large amount of information that um it can't be conveyed in literal terms because uh, it would take forever to do it. Mm-hmm. And so basically everything that happens inside of your head when you're dreaming, I mean, is telling you something from the colors to the feeling to the atmosphere to the lighting to everything. It all is trying to tell you something. And, and it's, it's trying to tell you something and it's also a way of processing information. Um. Yeah. Uh, I, I have prophetic dreams all the time and I believe literally everybody does. Um, it's not a question of, you know, if it's just when you have them and it, but the, the determining factor is, is if you're aware enough to, you know, be, to understand what it's trying to say. Do you think prophetic dreams are like it's guaranteed to happen or is it more like this is what is probably going to happen if you As continue? far as I have like my understanding of it it's guaranteed to happen but the thing with prophetic dreams like anything prophetic is most of the time you don't know what it is until it happens you know yeah. Like you just you just have this weird feeling that something it's just like or you get this information like oh this is gonna happen and then all of a sudden like it happens and you remember the prophet you know the the whatever the prophetic dream, dream and they're like oh shit that's what it was that's what that's what it was telling me um, but that's not the case every single time I've had dreams where I I I knew uh, <laughs> something was coming. I just didn't know exactly what it was until it happens sort of type of thing. Like I knew – like I remember when me and you had this huge fucking fight uh-huh. and we like started throwing shit and breaking shit. <laughs> um, uh, I had a dream that that was going to happen. I just – I just, I kind of knew it had something to do with you but I didn't know what was going to happen. But yeah, that was um, – or I'll just tell what the dream was. So I was – I was in this room and I was sort of had to be very careful as I walked through all these doors because they're just – it didn't make any sense. There's just doorways and doorways and doorways and doorways. This whole room was just doorways, literally just full of doorways. And um, there was the a giant fucking spider 
like in the middle of the room and I had the feeling that this spider wasn't dangerous. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 it's a giant fucking spider. Like it was seriously like bigger than a Great Dane. And I went to go pet it and it like, you know, like hissed at me and like reared its fangs. And I got just like this overwhelming like, oh, my God, like, oh, my fucking God, like this is bad. And then that next day we had that huge fucking fight. And the same thing happened to me with my mom one day a long time ago. Uh, I had a dream of uh, a spider. It wasn't as big as that one because it wasn't as awful as that fight but uh there's this like big ass tarantula and it was on the like on the patio walking towards me and it but its face was all glittery blue um as if it was trying to mask its intentions behind like a pretty you know non-aggressive facade but did the same thing it was like i was like god damn it and i'd like back away because i didn't want to get bit by this small dog-sized spider and then my my mom had this really passive aggressive like like thing the next day and I was just like mom what the fuck's wrong with you um but those are just two examples of me cuz spiders and dreams um at least to me represent the feminine but also females in your life hmm. I'm not sure if I really believe in prophetic dreams like I feel like Maybe it's showing you, like, um, what could happen, maybe? And well, then, and those, those happen. <laughs> maybe it's just because I've never really... I haven't had, like, too many dreams where, like, you know, it happened or whatever afterwards. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I'm just not convinced either way, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You're neutral? Yeah. It's just that, like, I I don't know. I haven't had enough experience to, like, say for sure that it can happen or can't happen. To me, it's it's really simple because, I mean, it's, I've seen it happen to me. Um, and those are just the two off the top of my head that I can remember. Um, but your, your subconscious is such this, such a powerful organism computer thing that it can, it, may, it would make sense to me that it could see what's going on. It could feel like, um, patterns happening and it can sense like when something's about to happen and yeah. then it just tells you in a dream, Hey, that this is probably going to happen. Yeah. Or at least I can, for me, ag- I can think th- like that, like, or uh, I can agree with that. There's probably, but you know, there's there are things that probably even our subconscious isn't exactly aware of, or like, it like maybe there's not enough like clues that would mm-hmm. let us know, you know. Yep. So, like, like I think if some aliens just suddenly showed up, we probably wouldn't ever see that coming. <laughs> you know, maybe. like, like maybe if people knew for a fact that it was going to happen and, you know, like, because we all communicate subconsciously. So, you know, like it kind of spreads information like that. So I think as hmm. long as uh, we know, like somebody knows something, then subconsciously, you know, we yeah. could have that information. <laughs> since we're Good. especially since we're so connected now with the internet and everything it's mm-hmm. like almost instantaneous yeah but there's, there's also so there's much st- bullshit on the internet well i mean like no subconsciously you know like how we oh. communicate with each other and whatnot but like like there are there's like a some kind of study where they um try to have people guess like some numbers or something and like the first group uh had like very little success and then mm-hmm. um and then they did this did it again with a different group but they had people like on the other side of the world yeah it was like, it was a bunch of faces and you, like they they told the audience to like the group of people to like figure out how many faces they were and they said that there's like 
something like nine. And then they showed it to the entire country of Britain, you know, the UK. So they, then, that they knew they, what, how many yeah, there were. And they showed them exactly all of them on the, on the TV. And then they did it again in oh, yeah, the like UK with a group. And they were able to pick out all the things. They were trying to find faces within a picture. And like, yeah. so like the first group couldn't, could only find like a few or like very little. And then, and then after that, uh, the next group was able to spot like a whole bunch more. Yep. So, you know, that, that proves that we have some kind of connection. <laughs> well, they also did it with monkeys. Um, I can't remember what kind of fucking thing. I think it was sweet potatoes or some sort of coconut. I don't remember. Anyways, I gave them to these monkeys on an island and they, and some of the monkeys figured out how to do it. And then soon enough, um, that information started to spread. And then even on other islands where they weren't even aware of that, all they all suddenly just knew how to do it. Like they knew how to eat it or something. Yeah. And, uh, I I can't remember the name of this theory, but it's called like the, like, I can't remember what it's called at all. But anyways, it had to do with the idea of, um, life has trends. Like, um, Things sort of, um, life sort of just adopts ways that work, even if when they're not like in the same area and doing the same thing, like, um, and that everything sort of just kind of trends to a certain way of doing it. And it just spreads to everything mm-hmm. like as if it was connected. Um, but, uh, I can't, I have to look that up and figure out what that article was again. <laughs> Extremely interesting. It falls into the whole electric universe (laughs) theory stuff, too. But anyways, back to the uh, dreams. So, lucid dreaming. I've only done that, like, twice, I think, in my life. But for not very long. (laughs) Hmm. And I've, you know, like, ever since high school, when I found out about that, I've been, you know, trying or, like, wanting to do it but like um i think the first time i was just like i just like suddenly realized that i'm dreaming like i don't even it's just like like i just figured it out you know and then as mm-hmm. soon as i like become lucid like it, it definitely felt different like it, everything changed but i just like lost the dream and like woke up and I, I did that, like, twice. Except one time, it was much longer. And I was able to actually do things. Hmm. Or maybe it happened three times. I think that's what happened. For me... Oh, yeah, you've had some crazy ones. It's happened many times. More times than I can think of off the top of my head. Tell, uh, tell them about the uh, the one with the when you were in a boat or something. And oh, that one. Man. Yeah, that one is the most intense one I've ever... It's the most intense dream I've ever had. Yeah. I, I don't see it's intense. It's the most realist one. Anyway, so it's I was craziest. like... <laughs> I was like holding on to a boat. I was like on the shore and I was holding on to this little rowboat. And then I remember it was just vague and like it was blurry. And I had little like recollection of like what was going on. It was just hard to discern. And then I like... So I heard a voice say, get in the boat. So I was like, okay. And I just kind of jumped into the boat like rolled into the boat and as soon as i landed into the boat instantly it was like boom it was like instant clarity instant like i was there there. and (laughs) and it was it was more real than real life and it it was sort of a shock and i as i I kind of like adjusted myself in the boat i was holding out of the edges and i was just like what the fuck? <laughs> like, where am I? I like, was like, like as if it, you just it, like it hadn't even occurred to me that I was dreaming. Yeah, <laughs> I was completely aware and cognizant, like as if it were a lucid dream, if as I just woke up. But the the startling reality of the situation made me question what was happening. Like, <laughs> it, it was like dreaming. Am I awake? Like, what the hell fuck is happening? <laughs> and then I sort of like. It, it made me right after that. I kind of like went down the uh, stream a little bit in the boat. I didn't have a paddle, so I was just like, okay, I guess I'm going down the river. And then I remember like it kind of went until everything was frozen, and then I kind of hit some snow. And then I was instantly transferred to, um, oh, 
No, right after that, there was, it was like I was laying on the flat of my back and I was looking up at the sky. It was like a nice day. And this guy, this older man dressed in white, like walked up to me and I just remember looking into his eyes and it, I just felt like the most, um, like the, 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 the huge sense of like compassion and love from him. Like he just seemed like the best guy on the planet mm-hmm. and he kind of grabbed my hand and helped me up. And then right after that, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, the stand Mm-mm. Well, the like the miniseries, the stand. Anyway, there's like a farmhouse where like everybody's going to, and it, it. It just reminded me of that. I just appeared at this farmhouse, and I just remember looking around. It was like I remember it was like a warm summer day, and the wind, breeze was blowing, and it was just cornfields and shit. And this like <laughs> middle-aged woman came out. She's fat, and she just sort of leans on the railing. She's like, "Oh, what's up? Gonna do for you?" And I was like, "Oh, not much. You know, I don't just here." for some reason and then she goes come on inside and she like starts asking me questions and writing stuff down on a pad of paper and then didn't she's you like, ask okay, what's... the old guy something what didn't you ask the old guy something i don't remember if i did like you asked him think... how you can be like him or something like that i don't remember <laughs> typical okay, yeah. well, what what did she say <laughs> Uh, she just said that I was, she's just like, okay, what's going on with you? And I was just telling her all these things I thought were, you know, going on with me. And she's just like, well, it sounds like to me, you just need to slow down. <laughs> I was like, that it? She's like, yeah, you just need to slow down. I was like, okay. And then she <laughs> took me into this next room and then it started getting more dreamlike. Uh, and then there was like this young girl, I think she's been like 17 and she was doing that, uh, EFT, the tapping, tapping. release stuff. Yeah. And then I woke up. And I was just like, then I was on your dad's couch, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy. It was cray cray. <laughs> um, but I've had like, I remember when I was a kid, my dreams were always extremely vivid. Always, <laughs> like I remember at one point, I was having these trends of dreams where I was a merman or a merboy or whatever because I was a kid. I would just have a flipper, you know, and. <laughs> I, um, I remember there was one particular saga of a dream that was very, very, very intense or like super vivid. I remember, uh, there was like down the street from me where we used to live, there was like these, this poor family, like super white trash, giant hole in the wall in their living room. So you can see into their house, you know, just awful living conditions and i was friends with the guy that was my age and i remember i was like on this beach and his dad was beating him and i kind of just hopped over with my flipper and started hitting him on his back and then i remember i was on the top of a train like but the train was like as tall as a skyscraper and i was in a tunnel you know so it was like this massive 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 train and i was sitting on top of it and i remember i jumped off and i fell all the way to the bottom and i landed on the ground and then I was in an ocean. I was like in the middle of the ocean, like under the water. And I tried to breathe, but – or I, I was trying to hold my breath because I, I thought I was going to drown. Mm-hmm. And then after I would – I was literally holding my breath though, actually. So I would wake up and I was just like <laughs> – you know, I was like, oh, fuck. And then I went back to sleep again and I instantly was in the same spot that I was before. I was just in the ocean. And so I figured – I might as well just try and breathe because I was like looking around. I was like, the ocean seemed as big as the universe. <laughs> like literally, I could see planets in the ocean really far away. Whoa. And then, um, but it was like clear and it was blue and it was warm and it was nice. And then, um, so I just started breathing and it felt weird because I was actually breathing water. Um, but then I, I sort of realized that I was, since I was still a merboy or whatever, I was like, I might as, must be, you know, equipped for this so i started breathing through my nose and like it felt weird because i could feel the water breathing through my nose and i was like this feels weird anyway i could breathe underwater <laughs> and then um i just remember like looking up and i remember seeing this planet and it looked like it was red and black zebra striped with a ring around it and then i remember there was like these three like dudes from the wild west like they looked like cowboys and i just turned around and they were just there like holding their breath kind of just floating in the water and they just sort of looked at each other confused and then looked at me confused. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but ever since then, like I can remember like three or four dreams a night, um, unless I sleep super Damn. deep. I, but, yeah. I, I'm like the total opposite. Like when I was a kid, my dreams were always so like vague and like yeah, just not clear at all. Uh, hmm. I still kind of are not. Well, they're they're a little better. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> huh. Just like your vague dreams. You don't know what yep. to make of them. Yep. Well, for me, like, I don't write my down my dreams anymore, even though I probably should. Mm-hmm. But I have so much shit laying around with just dreams in them. I feel like it would be the same as like trying to remember what you did all day right before you go to sleep and writing yeah. it down. It's like <laughs> some dreams just I feel like don't mean anything at fucking all. Anyways, <laughs> but um, I know that your diet is a huge part of your dreams. Your diet affects your dreams like extraordinarily. Like a lot yeah. of people don't realize how much it does, and I'm like, I every time I talk to somebody, I ask about their dreams. Like when I'm working with clients, I'm like, so how are your dreams? They're like, oh, it's, it's you know, I don't really remember them, or when I do, it's just scary. And I'm like, huh. we'll change your diet. I'm like, again, the first thing you should always do if you're having nightmares is is to change your diet and see if it helps, because yeah. your your mind is generating all the shit. And so if your body's toxic, I call them toxic dreams or toxic nightmares. If you're like, if you go, it's, it is usually earlier on in the night. If you like remember your dreams from right after you go to sleep and they're just hellishly nightmarish and just you feel awful and things are just weird and it doesn't make any sense, it's probably because your body's toxic and you're just, just all this yeah. shit floating around your bloodstream and your brain's just like, ugh. <laughs> uh, but um, also, huh? <laughs> Otherwise, nightmares are kind of like a clue to like some emotion or like limiting belief that you might have to overcome, or yeah, at least it gives you a chance to overcome them. Exactly. Is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> that was gonna be my next point. Yes. Ah. Which yeah. lets me segue into it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, your your nightmares are telling you something's fucked up. Something is off. There's and something a night- inside of you that a needs nightmare, to be dealt with. A nightmare is any dream that makes you feel bad in any way. It doesn't have to be like scary or something. Just like yep. any kind of negative emotion. Correct. <laughs> um, and I've also, I remember reading like an article saying that um, they found that like video game players tend to have less nightmares and stuff like that. And I think it's because it's like they are kind of trained to be action takers instead of just being afraid and feeling powerless or something. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Makes sense. Yeah. There's a lot of things that people underestimate about video games. We should actually talk about that in a podcast one day. Oh, yeah. About how it makes you smarter and shit. At least, and they, you... and they could have even more potential to make you even smarter, but we don't. If you engineered under... them yeah, in that way. We we underutilize video games. I think. Uh, well, I think that video games. I mean, we'll just talk about it right now. I think <laughs> that video games are really good because uh, wasn't there like some study you were telling me about that was like people get smarter by having to deal with different situations. Like they're forced to learn and acclimate themselves to a new like problem or thing. That's how the brain gets smarter. I think so. And uh, that just reminded me of video games. I was like, that's exactly what video games are. And I I keep telling people, I was like, when they, when they mentioned that I'm intelligent and smart, I'm like, you know why I'm intelligent and smart? (laughs) Video games. Yeah. Because I have done and experienced and more, like, because w- w- your brain is forced to figure out all these problems. Yeah. You know? You get smarter it, because it of It even helps, like, 
like um it helps people train like train themselves to see like visually better like find like like particularly first person shooters you know people who play first person shooters can spot like small changes in the physical like the visual environment mm-hmm. be, like way better than people who don't because it's like you know like you're looking so hard for like a- an enemy you know in a wide range of things so while you're moving and they're moving and you know all this chaos is going on mm-hmm. they're trained to, to see things like that and yep. i would say that's totally true like i'm like i'm pretty good at seeing like little critters and stuff in the like natural environment which like i've noticed like a lot of people are not <laughs> like mm-hmm. even you know even when i was a kid and like adults you know didn't couldn't see things as well as i could and and i think it got better so it's like but it's definitely um an extremely powerful tool for exercising your mind and developing That's certain physical it. like as yeah. soon as um <laughs> virtual reality becomes a thing like a seriously mainstream everybody has a thing cuz that's where yeah. i i know it's going yeah, like definitely. i think i think that TVs are kind of going to go by the way of the dinosaur yeah and it's going to be virtual reality and then once you incorporate that they've already started making suits that detect when you're near an object and will like inflate or like <laughs> vibrate when you're touching something and so there's going there's this added sensory you know thing and people and like most of these games you're up and you're moving and you so it's like it's going to change everything like like it's going to be huge 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 yeah technically that is augmented reality when you actually move in the environment yeah but whatever it's just well yeah. it's it is a virtual reality but you're I thought an augmented reality was when you are using the reality that is already here. Yeah, exactly. And you use reality in corporation with well, the what I was talking about is it just well, it's it's using it's all in the virtual I, reality. I think it's also there. when you're like moving when you when you have to move in the physical environment. And then like virtual reality is mostly just like um you know, like you you're stationary but you like control everything with your mind or something like that you mm-hmm. know it's kind of a mix of both right now <laughs> either way that's i'm i'm really saving up to get the vibe for oculus not only because yeah. of the immersion um but the also controls. because um <laughs> i'm gonna do some art in it because they have a really cool art program that you can use Ooh. and i want to use that with with my readings I want to I want to experiment and see if I can actually create yeah, things that, in there because it looks like I don't know it looks like energy, and it it just I just feel like I have to get it. I just know <laughs> I have to get it. I'm going to get it. It's just a okay. matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever I whatever thing... I really 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 want, I get it. <laughs> Good. It's just it's just <laughs> it's um I don't really 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 want a lot of things. <laughs> But the stuff that I do want, it just it comes to me in a completely unexpected way. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And it, anyway, uh, another thing about like virtual reality and versus like movies and video games and whatnot, um, in terms of storytelling, like movies are already just like a archaic, kind, or it's just like an old way of sto- telling stories or conveying information. Because it's mm-hmm. completely linear. Like, everybody mm-hmm. has the exact same experience. You Like, like the, the perspective is literally forced upon you. So, yep. in that way, I think video games have already surpassed movies. By mm-hmm. far. And we don't like even I, fully utilize video games yet. Like, when I was a kid, um, my parents would always get upset at me for playing video games um, <laughs> because, you know, they wanted me to, you know, they just, they thought video games were bad. It's not productive. <laughs> and, you know, all they did was watch TV all day. Yeah. So they would be like, you can't play video games right now. I'd be like, fine, I'm just going to go watch TV with you. 
<laughs> I was like, do you even know like what this is? What this is? I mean, there's probably some times where I probably could have not played video games as much, but yeah. Um, Just because, but that's you would that's not the thing. Is there's an ex- <laughs> it's it's such an extremely addictive, extremely awesome pr- thing that mm-hmm. you have to moderate yourself. Yeah, and if you're not exercising and doing everything else you need to be doing, it's having the opposite effect. It's yeah. just it's messing up your body. <laughs> it's messing up your body, so you have to obviously balance it out. For me, I like to just you know I'll do what I do and then. I'll usually have a spree on like a weekend or several hours with some friends. Yeah. <laughs> to get it out of my system. <laughs> um but I can't even games, sit down that long anymore. And I'm doing a yeah. 25 hour extra life stream <laughs> this weekend. Extra Where are life? we Oh yeah, yeah, yeah extra I know. Life. Yeah. So, it's going to be I'm doing it for the kids, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be tough for me to do it. Yeah, that's a long time. I I, I refuse to do that. <laughs> Not for 25 hours. I'll just get down there and troll you. Okay. <laughs> uh, what are you even going to be playing? Uh, various things. I might be playing the first Overlord. <laughs> Just because it's actually funny for a game, so it would be entertaining to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. So. And hmm. we might play, like, Blind Tetris, or... I want to do something with face painting, but I can't figure out anything good. So I might just, like, randomly paint myself as a character or something just to uh there's a bug in my face gross <laughs> uh yeah just to uh make like like you know like wear a costume be silly be entertaining yeah. <laughs> huh yeah be silly yeah um, Nan- Nancy Taffy says, remember to not take life too seriously. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, but, uh, for dreams. Mm-hmm. Where were we at when we were talking about dreams? Uh, we were talking about, like, Lucid dreaming and stuff. Oh yeah. So oh oh, I have I have some interesting things to talk about relating to dreams. I like I go on Reddit sometimes and I look at the the dreams subreddit, and people post the craziest things on there sometimes. Like there's this young guy. He's probably in his twenties. He said that he had a dream where he lived over a hundred years, and it's like like he woke up feeling like he literally, you know, experienced a hundred years, and it's like, you know, even if, you know, even though he he literally did not experience a hundred dream hundred years in a dream, it's like you know the experience is still real, and you know you your who you are is is based on you know, what you experience. So, mm-hmm. like, he basically is, like, a hundred over a hundred years old because that's what, you know, he experienced. <laughs> hmm. And that's so crazy to me. And mm-hmm. then there, there's also this girl who, um, she was able to, like, lucid dream, but also, like, create a world that she was able to, keep going back to and it had like you know like people in it and all those people like she built relationships with and it it became like her way of like escaping reality because she didn't have any of that in real life and then uh and then there was this like shadow creature guy that started appearing in her dreams 
and she like she was the only one who could see it. Everybody else had no idea what she was talking about. All the dream characters. And then um I think at like one point that guy just like destroyed everything in her dream, like put the buildings on fire and like everybody disappeared and you know, so it was since she had such a strong or like she had relationships with everybody, it was like devastating to her. And like so for and then uh like she would keep coming back after a while and like that the same thing would just keep happening in the dream. Like, you know, she would just relive the horror of losing everything. And then uh for a long time she didn't go try to go back to that place and then one day she decided to try again and and then like that shadow guy was like sitting there waiting for her and like he saw her and like he acted like he was like like he had been waiting a long time and was surprised to see her you know like like oh you're finally back and then like she thought it was going to happen again but he started showing her like how he like fixed everything like rebuilt the buildings and stuff like that and like and then um he just like walked away <laughs> hmm. and like like that is mind blowing to me cuz it's like it's almost like that guy was <clears throat> completely like independent like it wasn't even part of her but it, you know it, it probably could have it, it, it might have been something like a part of her that didn't want her to be you know or like escape into this made up world basically and like mm-hmm. you know and like maybe wanted her to um like experience you know the uh, the like like loss and everything and like but you know like that's kind of a fact of life and it's kind of um important or it's necessary to like grow from experience bad experiences like that so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i've never had anything happen to you like that that's for yeah. sure like that's that's crazy <laughs> i mean like the idea of creating a world that you just keep going back to, like, you know, it stayed the same. That's pretty crazy. That that sounds like, you know, very advanced level of uh, lucid dreaming. <laughs> hmm. It's basically like making a video game, but inside mm-hmm. with your brain. Well, I mean, it's the same thing as when you're experiencing the world. You're experiencing the world inside your head. That's true. You're not actually experiencing it with your fingers or with your eyes. Because all those are just signals to your brain that your brain interprets and then creates the experience inside your head. Rendering it. So do you think that maybe it was a real reality that she created or like she was experiencing? (laughs) Well... Like I said before, I've had a, that's dreams that were realer than here. So, and no, and no one can convince me that it wasn't a real place. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> realer than what we're doing now. That's, that's crazy to me because it's like I've never had that experience. Like, how can, you know, something feel realer than real life? You know, because this is the most realistic thing <laughs> I've yeah. ever experienced. So. It's... So does it does it feel like you're just like kind of in a dream then? No, it does not. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you talking about? This or yeah, like real life? Like this uh, feels like a dream to you? Uh, no, it doesn't feel like a dream. <laughs> it feels real. It's just but just like uh, a not a no, not the real. Well, I don't know. How would you explain what real life feels like to you then? <laughs> Uh, if, if it's it not the most like realistic, awake, <laughs> it feels like a waking what? It feels like a consistent waking dream. <sighs> like everything is consistent. Everything mm-hmm. is. It's like a dream, but um, 
uh, it's really hard to put words to. It's like, you know, on a dream, everything changes and it's not solid and everything kind of moves and it sometimes doesn't make any sense. It's mm-hmm. like, this is the opposite of that. This is a stable dream. Like, <laughs> so that everything is the same and has a set of rules, you know, that you have to adhere to. Do you it's, think do you think everybody else is real? Or or like do you uh, think yes. it's like a shared dream? It's it's like a shared dream, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that there can be so many fake people <laughs> are not like real. The people. Matrix? <laughs> well, yeah, it is like the Matrix, but it's not like we're imprisoned here. It's like we choose to <laughs> it's like a video game. It's literally like a I keep telling people and yeah. like they're like, oh, that doesn't make sense. It's like, well, then you have no fucking clue what a video game is, <laughs> because a video game is just a simulated world for you to experience. And in, there's so with many its rules. own set of rules and yeah. its own set of like laws, and you have to operate within that world with those those yep. rules and do certain things. And this is just a very elaborate, grand yeah. video very game detailed. for spirit. <laughs> yes, and it's. It's it's because when you're you know Super you're high res. you're, you're in a dream you're when you're lucid you can do whatever you want yeah like if you are if you, if you're like you just, if you, you practice just have at the, it you learn how to do it you can do anything you want I've you just I've have the feeling yeah yeah and I've been able to do crazy shit in dreams that I would never be able to do in yeah. this waking world but that is like cheating in a video game you know once you cheat in a video game break the rules and suddenly there's no challenge. It's just you're wasting your time. <laughs> At least in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Um, I cheat video games all the time. Well, I used to cheat video games. But, Lame. Um, <laughs> it was like whenever I would beat the game and I just wanted to like play around and see what the oh, possible yeah. I would do that. I used <laughs> to be able to hack them too. Like, huh. I, I mean, I don't know if hacks are right. I had a game shark and I would use the hexadecimal system to like alter things anyways. <laughs> um, but like we chose, we choose to come here um, because it's extremely fun. First of all, uh, living is yeah. an extremely exhilarating experience. It can, ha- it can be very, very pleasurable and lots of fun and, you know, just feel really good. Yep. But but also extremely also, awful. Yeah. <laughs> people get yeah. addicted to life. I think. Like I think that's a reason why a lot of people are here. Is they're just addicted to? I I get this like, impression with a lot of people that I come across because I I need a lot of people where I can I can feel like okay we can actually help you get you like on the right track, and other people, uh. You, I look at them and I'm just like, oh, this guy's completely lost cause. Like, there is nothing anybody can do to help this individual because they are stuck here and they want to be stuck. And mm. it's, I think it's just because they've um, they've gotten addicted to life and they've gotten lost in it and now they're just What do you mean st- addicted stuck. to life? Well, like, because life, we have these emotions, we have these feelings, we have these experiences, you know, sex, it's amazing, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Like you can only get you can only get that here. You can't have sex, you know. <laughs> when you're dead. When you're dead. <laughs> I mean, there's all these, like, tales of magical, like, mystical, ethereal and astral sex. But it's like, uh, I don't necessarily believe all that too much. <laughs> and even if it was a thing, I don't think I'd want like the whole, the whole astral plane thing and astral stuff, it's like I I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with the astral? Like people yeah. talk about that, like projecting. Like yeah, I've tried it and it didn't work, so I don't know. I don't know if it's possible. I know it's possible. So many people talk about doing it, and even Nancy talked about it. And yeah. um, I've gotten close a couple times. Uh, in fact, I think that we do it while we sleep sometimes. Just leave the body and go do stuff. Um, 
I think that sometimes we can confuse those with dreams because I've also had dreams where I knew this wasn't a dream. Like this is something like I've been, uh, I've been in dreams. I've gone out into space, like, like literally just floating as just pure consciousness out in space. I, I can, I'll try to describe it to you, but I've experienced, um, uh, moments where I was going through portals, like, you know, like Stargate, when you go through like the crazy fucking swirly portal thing, mm-hmm. it was like that, but 10 times crazier. <laughs> huh. Like I remember I had this, this strange device in my hand that I was using to like, to travel through these gates, but the device wasn't physical. It was like ethereal. It was very hard to describe exactly what it was. But then I would appear out in space after I got done traveling through all these gates. And then I'd be I'd be like floating in space, but I, I could see the uh the like the stars in the universe through like a different filter. Like they didn't look like how we would just look at them through our eyes. They were like I don't know, more magical. Yes. That's and then uh uh, basically I would like, I remember one time I was, I heard like this voice behind me and I could hear the voice talking, but it was sort of more of just like an indication that there was communication taking place. I couldn't understand what the words were. Uh, but I like on a deep level was like, Oh my God, this is the most amazing information I've ever heard in my entire life. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? And, um, then I remember just seeing like two aliens in front of me and they weren't moving and they had like these white spirals on their chest. And, uh, I've had a couple dreams like that, but I, I like, I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Like, where did I go? Like that was, that wasn't a dream. That was something different. I felt like I actually went somewhere. Hmm. Very um, interesting. Yep. But uh, <laughs> lucid dreaming, I think, comes naturally to some people. I mean, some people do it yeah. like every night. Like, I would say yeah, that I'm fairly never natural had a at it. <laughs> if I'm like in good physical shape, like I was in the Marine Corps, I was having lucid dreams like every other day when I was practicing at it. Really? Most of the time it would just be really like, oh, I'm awake, and then I'd wake up. <laughs> oh, like, I see. Yeah. Um, because I, I, <laughs> so I still have So the key is not issue. to get too excited. <laughs> My issue with me is, is the only time I really become lucid is when I'm in a light sleep. And I like... <sighs> so I'm it's like, easier for you to oh. wake up? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm already awake. And hmm. like, I want to say half the time I end up waking up. And then the other half of the time, I have to honestly, like, uh, try to remain in my dream. Like, I'll grab onto something in my dream and hold on to it, and like try to like anchor myself in a dream. Uh, but it's not easy sometimes. And I know that if I were to just dedicate all like a, a serious attempt at it again, I could definitely get it going and i'm actually going to once this move is over because <laughs> it's pretty crazy right now yeah um but yeah <laughs> this is my experience so what what do you want people to take away from this christine um well i guess if they've never lucid dreamed they should definitely try uh, there's, there's a lot this, of resources out there. Yeah, there's this one guy, some scientist. I can't even remember what his name was or what the video was called, but I think I found it on YouTube, and it was like 30 minutes long. And he talked about like basically his experiments with dreaming, and like he would talk about how he would just ask questions, like you know, to like the the dream <laughs> and like a, 
booming voice would like answer him. So it's like, you know, like imagine, like you just imagine what you could do, you know, while dreaming. You could like, you'd probably access your subconscious and like figure out the truth of everything that, you know, relating to you probably. But, (laughs) yep. But there's like, there's so much you could do and, or you could just use it to have fun. Just, you know, like, uh, since you're spending like a, what is it, a third of your life sleeping? Something like that. Uh, you might as well be, do something cool <laughs> and, or at least fun. Something, maybe like if you're really stressed out, you could use it to, you know, let off some steam or something. <laughs> That's true. Or you could use it to somehow improve your life. Like I've I've heard of people like coming up with business ideas or you know like solving problems in the dream. And I hmm. think that's I think that's what dreams are mostly for, like solving uh problems or like you know processing information and stuff. And like cuz like you know the the craziest people don't get enough sleep, basically. So they're That's not true. dreaming. <laughs> sleep is... It's very important. So important. Yeah, I spent most and... of my life not having good sleep. So, like, now that I'm able to get restful sleep, it's like, I just feel so much better. I, I just, like... And at all levels. So, like, everybody needs to take it, (laughs) take it seriously and, you know, protect their sleep and their brain and their body. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, uh, I guess we'll end it here. (laughs) Sure. Why not? All right, well, thanks for tuning in. Yep, and we'll probably be doing this twice a week, ideally. And um, keeping it consistent. That's the key. (laughs) Yeah. Toodles! Bye!